Yes, everyone. Season's greetings. And Pam, yes. we have our special anniversary today, don't we? We do. We have the anniversary of The Man in the Black Suit. It has been published for one year now. So it's very exciting. I cannot believe it's been a year since this book came out. I just cannot believe it. In some ways, I think it just came out. And in other ways, I feel like it was about 15 years ago. <laughs> it's, book anniversary. it's the book anniversary podcast, book ladies. Betty said, I can't believe it's been one year already. That was so fast. We need more books with Nicholas and Acacia. Yes. Yes, we do. And he is talking about the possibility of doing that. And in case you didn't know who he was, it's Sylvain Reynard. So we wish him a very happy book anniversary. Yes, yes. And are looking forward to many, many more. Uh -huh. I, it's just unbelievable that it it's came this quickly. It really is. It's true. very exciting. It's very true. It's a, it's a fun time for all. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And we have some uh, some announcements, I know, Pam, that you'll be sharing. And then we'll hit the chapters and then also share some uh, book anniversary wishes with the boss. Exactly. Um, we know that uh, the most of the podcasts are off for the holidays and we can't wait for uh, Gabriel to return and Noches in Florencia and we also know that The Man in the Back Suit has been published in uh, Czech and Portuguese so that should be available soon um, SR is telling us there's something in the works he's will have an announcement soon and uh he just can't can't say what it is yet i also know that he is having another chat on january 8th and uh, it's going to be earlier in the day so that anybody uh in in you know time zones that he normally can't chat with we'll be able to chat with him but he did not say what group it was from so watch for his twitter feed i'm sure he'll be announcing it i um, cannot wait mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and what else what else and then after the holidays look for the read-along for gabriel's rapture i don't know exactly when that's going to start but they were going to take a break for the holidays that's exciting. Yes. Uh, Kenzie was saying that it's been so long. I need a new book now. That's too much, much too long to go without an SR novel. And Betty said, and we need more kosher sex lessons from Nicholas. Exactly. <laughs> You're making me blush, Betty. Although 
you can always buy um, Rabbi Botek or Botich, whatever his name is, Shmuley, mm -hmm. his book of kosher sex, and that could be white inform quite informative <laughs> as well. That's true, and and we have to say, uh, I just saw Kenzie's. Uh, text OMG I ordered the kosher sex book and when it came in the mail I opened it in front of my mom <laughs> and she was so not happy with me I couldn't stop laughing and after the look she gave me but she never said anything <laughs> oh my gosh Kenzie that's hilarious Karen I hope you're oh, laughing at this I know she mentioned that she'll just be listening she's baking mm -hmm. nut horns and fruit horns and I want some <laughs> Lori said good news is coming Yes. And Betty said she started rereading The Raven. One can never get enough of Willie. I know. I've been Poor thinking Willie. about him. I have been thinking about that book a lot lately. Um, and Lori said, Karen, I had to look up what nut and fruit horns are. I guess we don't have that in Texas. <laughs> and, and Betty said, Karen, you can adopt me. You always make delicious food. I can't even manage to make jello. I end up with fruit punch instead of gelatin. <laughs> I've been there, <laughs> Betty. Been there. <laughs> oh, Betty, if, if Karen could only adopt all of us, her food is phenomenal. Exactly. I've had the privilege of having some of her baked goods, and they were divine. <laughs> really, really great. Yeah. Um, she is a gift. She, she is. definitely has a gift. That she is. I have not started any baking. I'm with you. I was just telling Leslie that the only decorations I have up are my outdoor lights. And I, uh, and finally the boxes came up tonight. So at least I'll be able to get something started, which I'm happy about. Tree hey, comes. you have time. You have time. Yeah. Tree <laughs> comes Saturday. And because the be little one will be here. And, uh, I like to make a big deal out of uh, decorating it with her. So. Absolutely. That's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, I think that'll be so much fun with her. She's going to be so excited. She's already excited. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, I bet. Oh, she's uh, off the wall. I feel sorry <laughs> for her. Poor mother. She's got a brand new baby that she's nursing and probably is not sleeping nights yet. I'm uh, sure. A two-year-old sister that's probably feeling needy because mom's got the baby. And she's all full of Santa Claus and Christmas and everything else. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty phenomenal. Oh so. I love it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel sorry for Anthony, <laughs> her stepfather. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> they're, it's gonna be. They're gonna have a fun time though. It's so much fun when you have little ones around at Christmas. Sure. It's really sure. cool. Oh, uh, so so Betty said, "Way to go, Kenzie! I'm proud of you. Please pass the cliff notes. I'm curious about that book." Kenzie said, "Thanks, Betty. I'm interested, but haven't started it yet." And Betty well, says, "I guess I know what book I'm giving Paul for Christmas." <laughs> there you go. Well, it is <laughs> the part... gift that keeps on giving. That's right, and it is part of the books that SR has put out about helping him uh, with his faith and where his right. spirituality comes from. So, a little knows. more insight into SR. Yes, the mind of SR. There's uh, the book by um, C.S. Lewis mm -hmm. and uh, another one by Abraham Joshua Herschel. So, mm -hmm. that's a, that is a little bit more insight to him. The uh, the SR reading list, I think. D mm -hmm. Didn't someone compile that somewhere? If not, maybe He's got we it should. on Goodreads. It is on Goodreads, isn't it? Yeah. I thought him. I saw it somewhere. Mm -hmm. yeah. Kenzie says, I have all of my Christmas cards written out. I just need to mail them out. Took me way too long to write them all, but I've really enjoyed receiving letters. And thanks, Pam, for the beautiful card again. Sad that the international readers won't get them before Christmas. I have to say, though, I think it's going to be lovely to have them coming in at all different times. 
and I'm excited about it. And and Pam, I did notice I haven't opened it yet. I'm saving it. I like to savor some of my Christmas cards till I need a little moment of happy. Uh And I did see... I did see an address that looked familiar, <laughs> a, a certain Pennsylvania address, so very excited. Well, I think... And again, uh, I, y'all are ahead of me because <laughs> oh, not happened, have, it's not happened yet. <laughs> I still have a couple more to go, trust me. Oh, yeah. But there, mm-hmm. I got all the international ones out, so that I'm happy That's about. That's good. That's so. good. Yeah, well, I blew the time frame for SR, but he's going to get a happy New Year card, I think. Yeah, no, yeah, I because I, I I blew that I blew that last week. I just knew I I uh, I didn't have it together enough. No, no, I I had I got his together, and mm-hmm. I had I had the stamp, which was good, and it wasn't the Christmas stamp. No, it was a Christmas mm-hmm. stamp. And uh, Robert, my postman, had was just dropping something off. And I ran to the door, and I'm like, Robert, Robert, can you? Would you take this to the to the post office for me? So, <laughs> you know, he took it right. So I, it would hopefully get to Nina in time. Yes, I have faith. <laughs> Lori mentioned that her cards are on the way. She is so behind. And Kenzie said, all in advance. Sorry for my terrible penmanship, by the way. I wrote one to everyone, though I'm afraid of how much it will cost. Yikes. Um, yes, I, I get that, Kenzie. I totally get that. Um, but it's, you know, this is not meant to break the bank. So just even sending a positive note on Twitter or Facebook, um, all of that is wonderful. And this is meant to be something happy and providing some joy, not some stress. So do not sweat it if you can't place a card in an envelope and get it here until March. It's, I think, just the thought it is thought. important. Exactly. exactly. Yes. So. so, shall we... We shall begin. Shall we begin, chapter... It's the morning after. The morning after, after. After, after, <laughs> yes. After the nap. <laughs> the morning after the nap, yes, which I... I was telling Pam, I, I do, I really like, I, of course, the, I love all the, the, the chapters in the 30s where those this past couple have been, um, yes, fairly dangerous. But um, I really, I liked this chapter too. I really liked this chapter. Um, and I liked it because of their interaction um, and kind of their still feeling around grasping for footing of where they are as as individuals and how they're going to be interacting together going on um so and then of course i love some of the language that uh sr writes um so this was a good one i i I felt it's one of my faves so acacia woke up the sun was out and her bed was empty and this upset her a bit even though she knew that their connection was much deeper she just knew it but the fact that nicholas wasn't there was disconcerting she thought maybe maybe nicholas would not or could not deal with it and she just said oh well that'll be okay you know it's kind of like you know what happened i put myself out there i gave myself fully and you're not nowhere to be found so you know i could understand and empathize where she's coming from she said she'd just have to be strong on their way back. Once she got back to Geneva, she could book her flight to Paris. She packed quickly, put herself together, so she would be ready to go at a moment's notice. She missed him even at that moment, and she knew she shouldn't, but she did. So again, she's a little disconcerted that she's not, he's not around. She looked for her breakfast tray, and with a bit of annoyance, she realized that even wasn't there so everyone's abandoned her um (laughs) she walked out into the deck they're sitting at a small table was the man himself nicholas was dressed in a dress shirt and suit pants and as soon as he saw her he was up and his expression was bright and you can just imagine right this the look on this face you know beaming 
And before she could talk, he wrapped his arms around her and kissed her firmly. Just in time for brunch, he said. Acacia noticed Rick off to the side and she broke free and then asked Nicholas to please step into her room so she could speak privately. And she lowered her voice, um, saying, please do not touch me around the staff. And, you know, this really shocked Nicholas. He's like, other staff? And Acacia said, yes, you know, now Nick, Nicholas, or now Rick knows. And Nicholas was like, look, you know, his job's just to protect us. He doesn't have anything else, whatever he thinks, there's, it's none of his business. He's only here for protection. And Acacia is worried that now everyone would know that they slept together. And he asked her if that had been a problem. And she said that it was, it was for her because she worked for him. And he responded in a chilly tone, no. Uh, you had resigned yesterday. You do not work for me. And Acacia reminded him that Rick um, doesn't know that. And Nic Nicholas said that she would, he would speak to him. And then she asked him when they were leaving for Geneva. So I think this made Nicholas very concerned. And I'm seeing some things in the chat room. Yeah, he's nervous, right? He's like, wait a minute. Uh, what's going on here? Did... I know, have I scared her in a, a way? Um, looking at the chat room, I see Karen post, will post a picture of the Nuthorns on Twitter, tagging t the man in the black suit, TMITBS, excellent. Um, Kenzie said, Canada's on a postal strike right now, so he won't even get my things until New Year's anyways. <laughs> Hopefully it'll be resolved before then, Kenzie. After the second round, Betty said, now we have to face reality. What happens next? Yep. And she said she was more confused now. Before, she wondered why he was there. And now he's missing in action and left no note. What's a girl to do? And she also mentioned, and I, I, full -hearted, I, agree. I, have a, I full heartedly agree. The audiobook is so good. I love it. Especially of these scenes, right? Like, their interactions just priceless. He did a great job. I still... You know, I'm a big believer, and I, I still miss Morgan. Mm -hmm. <sighs> but I think uh, this book was excellent. Yeah, so Robertson Nicholas did a good job. Robertson did a great job. Um, so Nicholas is concerned, and he wanted to know why. And we think he's a little nervous at this point. Cassia said she told him that she needed to make arrangements for her return to Paris. And, you know, of course, now he's really worried. Um, he asked her if she had decided, and Acacia did not understand and asked, decided what? And now he's angry. This is, this is classic miscommunication, and I just thought it was written really well to d describe, you know, how things can be perceived, or you could be having this conversation, what you think is going on in your head, and you're not listening to each other. Yep. Um, so he's angry now and he said you know he asked her what she thought had happened last night and this morning and she said don't yell at me and he came closer to her and she said that she was going to go back to Paris so it got a little intense intense there you know I think he's, he's yes. it's his turn to worry she yes. wakes up worried, now it's his turn. <laughs> right, and, and and Betty said in Nicholas's mind, he and Acacia were already going steady. And in Acacia's mind, she's getting ready for the off for the other shoe to drop. Um, they were living in different realities. And Pam, you're getting a shout out. She Betty loves the music in the background. And as we all know, Betty knows her music. Yes, so thank, thank you, Betty. Pam is a master uh, of the music selections. I'm a master of Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> and Kenzie says, aw. Yeah. So. so angry tears are sort of pricking at her eyes. And she tried to tell him that, you know, that's where I live. I live in Paris. I don't live in Geneva. And Kate had told her that the apartment was almost ready. And as he came closer, he asked her if she was crying. 
And she says, no, but she's blinking really hard. I could just, I could, you can I could see, see it, right? that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but she wanted to, all she, she told him, all I want to do is sweep my leg under you and punch you in the throat. I'm like, how romantic is that? <laughs> I love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this kind of amused Nicholas, so he starts laughing. Mm-hmm. And she reminds him that it's not funny. But Nicholas told him that, no, it was not, and apologized for barking at her. And he tried to put his arms around her, and she's just, like, standing there, stiff as a board, and, you know, like, keeping her away a little bit. Right, she's being defensive. She's putting her wall up because she's bracing herself for the, you know, for the brush off. Yeah, the letdown. Exactly. And, uh, but he, when he, he, he kept trying and uh, he said, this is not the way he had wanted the conversation to go. He had not wanted to make her cry. And she says, I'm not crying. <laughs> As in, she, he held her, he rested his chin on top of her head. And it says, it's not, it was not the embrace that you get after a sexual conquest it wasn't even the embrace of friends that have had an intimate account encounter. Mm-hmm. Being polite. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say. <laughs> Some encounter. <laughs> I could say something. Um, but he held her as if she was a precious as she was precious and could hardly be separated from her. I know, I love this. And she was exasperated, though, and was not holding him back or pushing him away. And as he kisses her hair, he asked if they could start over. This part I loved. I loved him just saying, okay, we screwed up. Uh Let's start again. Let's start again. I love that. Good morning, goddess. (laughs) (laughs) I've been sitting outside your door like an eager boy waiting for you. Oh, my gosh. I love that. I'm dying to, I, you know, I would love to know if SR ever called anybody he was with goddess, but I would not ask that question of him. Far too personal. But I love it. I know. Of course he wouldn't tell. I wouldn't, I wouldn't ask. But I just, I just loved that. Good morning, goddess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Kenji said, I love that line so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, Betty said, I love that man. And she also said, Nicholas apologizing is one of the things I love. He knows a happy wife, girlfriend means a happy life. That's Amen. exactly right. Mm-hmm. Amen, Betty. Amen to that. <laughs> Nicholas knows how to win us over. Yes, That's he does. So when she did not respond, he held her out and looked into her eyes. And he wanted to see if... His feelings were kind of being returned. Mm-hmm. And as Acacia searches his eyes, she, all she sees is intense, hopeful longing. Ah. His brows worried. And she exhaled, rested her cheek on his chest. And that kind of relaxed mm-hmm. Nicholas. The tension went away. He kissed her tep- temple. And that's better. Acacia was saying, said to him that she just was not prepared for this, for these feelings, mm-hmm. and not. The, and she's not the woman that would sleep with an employer. But Nicholas tells her to stop saying that, and she didn't speak sleep with her employer. And he is a man who who uh, waits for what won't wait for what he wants. He goes for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she didn't want to be presumptuous. And Nicholas tells her to pre- to presume. She has earned that right and to stay with him. Now that line, I'll be honest with you, that line kind of got to me. Um, I just, that seems so out of character. It's mm-hmm. like a chauvinistic, you know, thing. I, I just I, I just really surprised by it. So as Nicholas tells her to stay, 
Acacia asks for how long, and his response for as long as it's good. I love that too, right? I love, I just, I just, I, I don't know. I really like the way that was written. I do think I, the line ahead, though, I do agree with you. I, it seems, but I think I kind of took it as being more traditional. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe by that she has earned that right and to stay with him is more or less he is, she has earned his trust is kind of the way I was thinking of it. So it wasn't, I wasn't, that's kind of how I interpreted it. Well, that's good. You know, we, we had sent questions over to SR, but he hasn't responded to them yet. Um, but that's one of the things I asked him, you know, I know that Nicholas is a very powerful, rich man and, you know, he's sort of the alpha male and, and was that the, the way it was coming out? I just, I wasn't sure. I also thought, told him I thought I might be overthinking it. So, mm -hmm. but that was me. I thought it but, was good. But she said that, um, she asked him, is that what you want? And he, you know, she explained what to him, what was going through her head while they, she was in a room. And she said that she had told herself to be strong. And then she thought he had changed his mind. And he's like, no, we are allies, <laughs> friends, and I want to be lovers and spend as much time together as possible, both in and out of bed and to be monogamous so that's where right the communication finally kicks in and they're like oh well I thought you were feeling you know I thought you didn't want me and you know he of course was thinking but nothing but about her and being with her um, so Kenzie had said Wait, can you repeat that line again that you were discussing? The one we had talked about, Kenzie, was this whole idea about Nicholas tells her to presume and she's earned the right and the right to stay with him. That was the line. Um, Betty said, I probably would use that at my vows if I ever got married. I'll stay for as long as things are well. I, and Kenzie said, SR has been MIA for the past couple of days. Well, we think he's been pretty busy, Kenzie, as he's, you know, and it's holiday time. He's probably um, in his but, hobbit hole. But truthfully, to be fair to SR, um, I sent the email late last night, or shall I say early this morning. Now, when, he, this morning. He is, when he's deep into his writing, though, I've gotten responses from him very late at night. So... Um, I think he'll answer the questions. I just think we'll be sharing that with you um, during the next podcast. Um, I'm actually astonished how quickly he gets back to us, given everything is going on. And Betty said, it's good they're communicating right away and not waiting and prolonging their, to discuss their concerns. Totally agree. I mean, this is, this is dicey business, right? I mean, they both are protecting themselves. They both have very... Uh, intense pasts and they both have a lot of things they need to figure out um, and I think the emotion hit them both so uh, strongly and forcefully that it really has kind of knocked them off of kilter mm -hmm. so as Nicholas tells her about he wants to be allies, friends and lovers and spend as much time together as possible and to be monogamous, Akasu could feel those words in her spine. But she added the, you know, she added the truth here, but you live in Zurich and I live in Paris. And he said, leave that to me and kissed her. I just love that. You know, these are minor details. We are going to make this work. You can always make a long <laughs> like, distance relationship work, especially yeah, when and, you have and the you money. Can. When you have the money, especially. And he said, I want your answer, he whispered. As she places her hands on his waist, she responds, yes. But he wants more. And she says, 
Yes, Nicholas, I'll be yours as long as it is good. He held her tight and suggested that if they did not have to leave, he would have taken her to bed. But she didn't want to delay their departure because she's unemployed and is probably going to be deported. <laughs> nice romantic I, thought. <laughs> I know. She's very practical, that one, but she had to be. She's had to be so self-reliant. Um, Lori said, I love that y'all ask questions. It takes us deeper into the book. Thanks, Lori. Um, if you ever have questions as you're preparing or looking at chapters, feel free to, t to uh, tweet them to us because we'll add them to the list. You know, yeah. I, and anybody's welcome. We will add um, them as we go along. So feel free to do that. And Betty said, Julian Gabriel went it for castinating. Gabriel loves to distract Julia whenever she wants to talk about serious things. And both have been through enough that procrastinate <laughs> by nature. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So Nicholas assures Acacia that her temporary work permit is secure and Madame Bishop will help her get employment, preferably in the art world, since that's her interest. And he was positive she could find something for her. Acacia wanted to make sure it was on her own merits and not with any help from him. So Nicholas promised he would not interfere. And, you know, I think, I think he respects her for saying that, but he, I don't think he feels like providing the introduction is, is getting the job for her. You know, I think he just wants to make her happy and he wants her to see her flourish. Right. Um, so Acacia, you know, is very independent and she had learned a long, long time ago that she could only rely on herself. And Nicholas reminded her that it was okay to want or to need someone. It wasn't a vice. It's another one of my favorite lines. Kind of have to remind yourself that sometimes. Uh, and... Because I tend to be like <laughs> Yes, yes. I know a lot of us are, right? Mm -hmm. And Betty says, be careful what you wish for, Leslie. I always have too many questions. Betty, that's what I love about You've you. You've got great questions, though, Betty. You can send them along. SR, SR will love it. And you know he's he will answer what he, what he wishes to and what he can. And if not, exactly. he, will, uh, he will let us know that, too. So, Acacia agreed with him about the not being a vice, not that had wanting or needing someone was okay. She reached up and kissed him and she said it would help though if he could get her on to Paris so she could find a job. Repentantly, he kissed her deeply. He told her he would have to stop or they would be delayed. <laughs> he could show her how quick he could be, I think is how they put it, right? Yes. I love that. Nothing wrong with a quickie, though. Nothing wrong with a quickie. I know. <laughs> got to do what you got to do in the time exactly. you have to do it, right? Exactly. Um, <laughs> Especially so when you have kids. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now you're making me blush again, Pam. So she told him if she wasn't so worried about the flight, she would have taken him up on it. Soon he promised... He would get her to Paris, but they had to make a stopover first. Where do we have to go? She said. Dubai. This caught her off guard. And thus ends chapter 33. Yeah. Dubai. I was Dubai. Up, I, I happened to look up Dubai. Mm -hmm. They are really strict. Um, yeah. They do, they do follow a good portion of Sharia law. Um, mm -hmm. They're very conservative. If you are unmarried and have get pregnant, it's like all over for you. Yeah. And uh, if you're not from the UAE, they kick you out of the country. Uh, you can be thrown in jail for holding hands and kissing in public it's 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 really pretty pretty strict although i've heard when you travel there if you're international 
they're more they're a little bit better a little more lax with, a little especially more lax. in the hotel areas but if mm -hmm. you're not in right, the, the hotel areas that's where it gets yeah the only mm -hmm. time you're allowed to wear a bathing suit is on at a pool or at a beach but nowhere else so that right. leaves me out because when i'm in a beach community the bathing suit is the first thing that goes on with the bathing suit yes and it doesn't yeah. come off until I take the shower later in the day. That's right, Pam. That's Sometimes, right. Sometimes, not even Jersey then. Shore, girl. I know it. That's the way you do it. Exactly. I love it. I love it. Go to it. the grocery store, <laughs> manicurist, mm -hmm. whatever. That's what. That's me. Yes. Yes. Well, Betty <laughs> says this ends with a cliffhanger. And Kenzie said, yes, it's true how strict things are. They won't let certain people into their country. Betty said, very strict. She said, Kenzie said, I know a transgender man who couldn't step foot outside the airport or he would be arrested and he's never allowed to travel there again. So, yes, there's some very, very strict uh, parameters there. You can be killed for uh, homosexuality. Yeah. So that's, you know, it is strict. Yes, it's, it's serious business. So, Acacia. we are on to Chapter 34. Yes. Acacia's thinking she can't go to Dubai. There are a number of reasons, but she couldn't tell him what the, those reasons were. But Nicholas assured <laughs> her that it would only be for a few days. She thought for a few minutes, and, well, yeah, there's still no many reasons, but... Nicholas is shorter. It was only three days. And when he when she asked why Dubai, he said because as she's as he's kissing her knuckles, that he wants <laughs> her to be with him and to spend time together. But you know, also I need an, an interpreter who can speak Arabic. Well, that's a good reason. That is a good reason. <laughs> Takes a little bit of the romance out of it, mm -hmm. but hey. So, Acacia uh, told him that if his contact that he was meeting there was conservative, he would not be able to, she would not be able to speak with her because they may not want a female. Right. And he's like, well, you're, he's just going to have to deal with it. It was his problem. Uh, she said she didn't have the proper clothes because uh, of the strict dress code. And mm -hmm. Nicholas said, well, you know, if you if you have something to conserve it on the plane, she said, yes. She said, that's fine. And then you can get something there or I can take you shopping. Or you could use your uh, skills at being a concierge and have items waiting at the hotel. Uh, she reminded him that he could not touch her in public, uh, that it was against the law. He's like, I can be discreet. Uh, and she says, there's the serious, there are rules, and if they break them, that they could be arrested. And he assured her that the hotel was less restrictive, and in public, he would be on his best behavior. Uh, Acacia asked if it was only for a few days. She's really worried about this. Right. You can and tell, like, she was like, I don't want to go to Dubai. I want to go to Paris. <laughs> and um, he, she said, he said yes. And also that she would be compensated for her interpretive skills. And she told him uh, he, she couldn't accept any money from him as long as they were together. But Nicholas said... You know, I, I you gave me valuable information. You you talked. I talked to Constantine. There, you're. You know, we're going to work that out. And uh, the information that Yasmin gave her was extremely valuable. And he had verified her story. Couldn't get the name of the ex-boyfriend, <laughs> but. Um, Constantine was persuaded to put him in touch with a contact in Dubai. 
Which was a really compelling case, right? I mean, there this Nicholas was pretty thoughtful when he was explaining why Dubai and why they had to go there. I, I think um, I think he was trying to explain, look, this isn't just on a whim, like this is some serious business. And so I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, I can tell you that as I'm looking at the chat room, uh, Betty said, I know where I'm not going. <laughs> and Pam, you got a shout out. Kenzie said, Elvis, very Elvis, nice, Luke Pam. Mm-hmm. That's right. And Kenzie said, I'm going to tag you guys in a few pictures on Twitter of my late grandmother's decked out Elvis basement where we used to have the best and biggest <laughs> Christmas Eve parties every year. Love it. You're getting a heart for that one, Kenzie. <laughs> I cannot wait to see that. That is so exciting. I had a friend growing up. This is a small little detour, very small. Um, she was someone that I met in first grade, and then her family moved away, and we kept as pen pals, and we would visit each other. And she moved prob- She moved to Reading from Harrisburg, which is not very far, but when you're a little kid, that seemed like she was states away. And um, she was a diehard from, from probably elementary and middle school on she had two passions um you guys will appreciate this one was elvis she had elvis everywhere and then the other half of her room was menudo (laughs) what a combination right yes awesome but beth loved 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 her stuff and we would watch both elvis stuff and menudo so i mean i loved ricky martin from a very young age because he was, he was in he Menudo. Was you, yeah, very, very cute. Very, very sweet. Um, but very funny. I, I just think that's great. You gotta love you gotta love Elvis. I so, listen, I worked with a girl <laughs> that the day Elvis died, we wore black armbands for a oh, week. Oh I winning. I can, I can, I, I can appreciate that. Yes, Betty, Lori, and Lori said that's an odd combo. Lori, absolutely. Um, and Betty said the best of both worlds. <laughs> that's the truth. It was pretty funny. I mean, and at the time, I mean, Minuta didn't have a huge reach. You know, you have to remember this is before like cable, right? I mean, this was dark ages kenzie you couldn't even imagine how uh you know how limited our communication was at the time so it was a a boy band that all the preteens went crazy for yes yes and they yes once the boys got to be a certain age i think like 14 they were um they were taken out of the group and, and a younger young boy would come in yeah, they were rotated. Yes. They rotated them. I couldn't remember the age, but anyway, yeah. it was it was pretty good. Kenzie said, my mom and parents went to Graceland in the 70s, and my mom met Elvis's dad and got his autograph. She has it now. That's so cool. That is cool. Vern Graceland's Presley. on my list. I will be going there. Th- I will be going there in 2019. There you go. Yeah. So, and, and Kenzie says she kind of kind of understands what I'm talking about. She was from 1997, so she experienced the late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, but it, it's, 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 it is hard to really understand it when you're used to having all of this now. Um, it really is. I know you, I know you get it though, because you're, you were on the cusp of how, of when things started to blow up with social media and everything. So very cool. So as they're discussing, and Nicholas is being very persuasive, Acacia questioned if Constantine was worried about what may happen. And Nicholas said that he did not know his real identity or the nature of his quest. So that gave Constantine plausible deniability. And she said, won't the Russian attack? And Nicholas told her that he only has the intermediary. That is one degree away from his lost family treasures, which is very exciting for him because he really didn't have any leads until Akasia had that conversation with Yasmin. 
And Nicholas said a consulting fee was being transferred to her bank account to reward her. And he reminded her when she protested that this was a substantial leap forward for him. Um, it really made the, all the difference in his uh, investigation. And he also reminded her that he's paying Constantine substantially um, for the information. Um, so she should take the money because she had earned it. And she said if it was done before they were together, or he said it was done before they were together, and he understood that she's paid a high cost of having her life disrupted and her job search disrupted as well. Justice requires that you be compensated. I love that. Um, he's always trying to do what's fair and what's right um, when it comes to her. So he said what he said was true and that was a true temptation. The true temptation was being with Nicholas now that they were lovers. And she agreed to it as long as the compensation was for the work already done prior to their romantic engagement. He agreed. And he said, now let's enjoy brunch because he wanted to leave as soon as possible. He kissed her and went out the door as they went to enjoy their brunch in the sunshine. Of Santorini. Of Santorini. Thus ends the Santorini chapters of The Man in the Black Suit. I it hope is safe to drive again on the road. <laughs> Unless you just want to put those chapters on repeat. That's true. <laughs> They're so beautifully written. So beautifully written. So... I just, um, I'm looking forward to what happens next uh, when we get together again. Um, as we mentioned, we are celebrating the book of Versary, mm -hmm. and we've had quite a few uh, well wishes to send to SR. So, uh, Pam, shall I start to read some of these? Go right ahead. Okay. We have received from kez all the way from perth australia happy book anniversary sr pam and leslie congratulations ladies on your first anniversary thank you for all that you do you are a delight to listen to lots of love from kez which is very sweet yes. um especially because it's tough for kez to listen i mean she listens on occasion but it's crazy early over there at this at the time of our podcast it's like 5 a.m yes yes and kenzie wrote a beautiful one time flies when you're having fun congratulations to one year at loa 717 which is my twitter handle and at pam langworthy thank you for all the hard work and dedication you give to sr and to the book community it is so appreciated I'm so glad to have met you all. And Kenzie, we feel the same. Um, I am going to brag on you, Kenzie, about that beautiful Tumblr account that I was so enamored of and am so enamored of. I just, um, I'm very grateful that you're part of the community because that was such a lovely thing for you to share. Um, so thank you for that. I don't know if you guys had a chance to see it. I know, I know Betty did because I saw she commented. But boy... Beautiful. Yes. And Betty and Perling also. Betty said a repeat is always a must. And I'm looking for it. <laughs> no, no, Betty. I, I, I'm getting to yours. There's, we have quite a few here. So don't, don't feel bad. Yes, Lori Kez is a sweetheart. And uh, Kenzie said, thank you, Leslie. I'm having fun putting inspiration on it. Lori agreed it was beautiful. That's right. I think Lori had commented on that too. So we also got greetings all the way from our friends halfway around the world, Miss Samia, uh, <laughs> the doppelganger, doppelganger. As, uh, as Pam says, her doppelganger. She says, congratulations on the anniversary of TMI TBS. This book is dear to me for more than one reason, and I really hope that we'll read more of Nicholas and Acacia's story in the future. Here's to that, Samia. I agree. We also received wonderful words uh, for SR from 
SR Fans South Africa. Thank you for yet another beautifully written book. You tackled some very sensitive issues in it, but did it perfectly without offending anyone. You are truly blessed with the gift for writing, and we are the lucky ones. Love, Franca, who runs the SR Fans South Africa account. I thought that was great, too. Um, even more coming in from our very own Lori, who's on the podcast. She said, congratulations. Thank you for writing another compelling book full of adventure, twists and turns and romance. As with all your books, it was all so easily visualized and beautiful. Good health and happiness to you, SR. Which was lovely. And we have a couple more as well. Uh, MJ from South Florida sent. I still... otherwise known as Brown Angel Eyes to those who follow her on Twitter. I still remember my excitement when I read for the very first time The Man in the Black Suit. SR's pen holds magic. It's powerful. His stories, unforgettable. The love scenes, classy but so sensual. Perfection. Another great story of love, hope, forgiveness, and redemption. Happy TMI TBS at one, which I loved. These are all so good. They really are capturing, I think, the essence of this book mm-hmm. and of the community, you know? That's on true. the uh, Twitter feed, or I mean on the messages here, uh, Betty said, you girls are amazing. Thank you for all your hard work. You make reading this book so much fun. I love listening to the discussions and listening to your stories. It's a real t- treat. Oh, Betty, that's very sweet. We learn from the best. That's right. You, you and Perling were setting the standard. Uh, and always, always great inspiration. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, I love Perling. I miss, I miss hearing her voice. I can't wait till it comes, uh, the podcast comes back. Um, Monica Sophia sent greetings to SR. She says, SR makes you feel very special. Won't you agree? Who gives enough time for this nowadays? Mm-hmm. TMI TBS at one. We travel, we dream, we hope. We strive to do better and to give our best. With enough love, suspense, mystery, and discovering, it's about what it makes you feel. Ah, could not agree more with Mon. That's beautiful. Um, Karen wrote a beautiful post as well. Karen, I know you're cooking diligently, but we're going to share this because this was so sweet. She said, happy book anniversary, SR. Thank you for sharing Nicholas and Acacia. You always take us on wonderful adventures with characters that fight injustice, spread kindness, and love. You make us as readers hungry for knowledge and to make the world a better place with acts of kindness. Just love that. Just absolutely love that. And I see we have more in the chat room. Lori thanks us. Oh. And we do such a great job. Thank you, Lori. Thank you, Lori. uh, You know, it's a wonderful time of the year. (laughs) Yes, it definitely is. Mm -hmm. And we have another one to read. I just had it, and that is the one from the Gabriel series. (laughs) And, of course, now I can't find it. Hold on. It's coming. With the beautiful anniversary card um, as well. Give me a second, ladies. I'm coming to it. Or do you have it up, Pam? Here it is. I found it. Do you have it? No, go ahead. She says, the Gabriel Series Fan Podcast says, Happy book anniversary. We can't believe it's been one year since we met the mysterious Nicholas and his beautiful Acacia. You've touched our hearts with your message of hope, of love, hope, redemption, and mercy. Thank you for many beautiful memories. Here's to many more. Cheers. P&B. 
which is beautiful. It is. Thank right. you so much, ladies, for sharing these lovely thoughts. We are going to pass these on to SR, by the way. Yes. Um, I, we're going to make sure he sees them uh, and appreciates them. I'm sure he's seen some of them because obviously he's, you know, on the feeds. Yeah, but, but we're going to, I'm going to try and compile them to send to them so he can enjoy them. Um, oh, Betty, thank you. Did you see that, Pam? I Pam did. and Leslie, you are both so classy. We're classy. <laughs> Perfect host for the man in the black suit. Oh, thank you, Betty. Thank you, Betty. Another heart. I'm feeling the love today, feeling ladies. The love. Feeling the love. It's really, really great. This book does bring so many joyful it does. Uh, thoughts and feelings. And, you know, I love the bit. And Karen, I think it was in your post about injustice and fighting for uh, forgiveness, redemption, all these different themes. I know you talked about the injustice. I know MJ talked about the, you know, the themes and obviously love uh, keeps it going. And I think that's what's so great about this, uh, this particular book. It's not... And, you know, it's, it was definitely a, a new take for SR, you know, a new genre, a new if you will. Genre, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think he really nailed it. I think he did, too. Mm -hmm. and I, I love it, Betty. Betty said, because of Akasi, I'm finally embracing my curly hair. Oh, gorgeous. <laughs> I always wanted curly hair. You always want what you don't have, I think, though. Exactly. If you mm -hmm. knew the beer can <laughs> size rollers I slept in <laughs> for years, mm -hmm. I think from the time I was about 12 yes. until I was about 22. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Lori agrees. Curly hair is beautiful, Betty. I agree, Lori. And I see that we are now at the top of the hour. And as I mentioned to Pam before the podcast, I need to uh, get my mother to a holiday gathering. Tis the season, as you know. Oh, yeah. My sister has her Christmas party tonight. Oh, my. Yes. You have to travel far for that, right? No, she's, it's her work party. Oh, her work she party. She oh, gets gosh. to travel far for that. <laughs> Oh, my uh -huh. word. I just have to prepare for Christmas Eve dinner. <laughs> well, that'll be nice. Yes. That'll be nice. And I'm looking forward to seeing the uh, the pictures of Karen's goodies that she's baking during the podcast. I can't wait to see it. Mm -hmm. Me too. I know she posted <laughs> it. I know she's posted out there. But, mm -hmm. So, um, we are going to be off next week and the following week. Um, yes. So... We want to wish everybody a very Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Kwanzaa, yes. Happy New Year. Happy then, Three Kings Day. Yes. And then we'll be back on January 9th. Uh, I have the little one for Christmas break. Uh, so it's uh, going to be interesting. We have a date for Mary Poppins, though. That's oh, a, that was exciting. It opens tonight. So. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. So we're looking forward to that. So again, my our love to all of you. Enjoy your holiday. Uh, enjoy your families and all your and all the traditions that you go through go through with this. Absolutely. And we will. Twenty nineteen is going to be an epic year, ladies. Oh yeah, looking forward to it looking forward to it so I'm going to leave you all with a little bit of band-aid uh, do they know it's Christmas have a good one everybody enjoy <laughs>